First they were strangers, then they were friends. Now they are roommates and best friends. Listen as these sisters in Christ take on living boldly created. Episode two. What in the world? Um, so today we have a very special guest. I'm really excited because she's been someone who's been on this journey of college with me since the beginning. And she is my freshman year roommate, Laura. Laura! <laughs> <laughs> Most people think it's weird that you s- we're still close and we definitely weren't close all of college. But this year we got to come back on each other's lives and I'm really excited about it because we have a ball when we're together. <laughs> I don't know how we got any sleep when we were freshmen because... Dude, if you put us in the room together, it's just bad. <laughs> but I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, y'all. I'm Laura, um, and I am just super excited and honored to be on here. I am just super blessed to share my heart with y'all and excited to what God's going to do. That's awesome. Yay! I'm so excited for this one. Like, I texted her earlier, and I was like, I think I'm most excited about this one more than others because it's Laura. Mm. Um and I remember the moment that I knew I was going to be roommates with her. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to share the story because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but like <laughs> when I realized like we started talking and I remember like when we finalized it, I would get morning texts from her and they were like devotionals. Mm-hmm. And I came across Aww. one that was like in 2018 and I still have it on my phone. And I literally got so blessed by the freshman roommate I did mm-hmm. because most roommate stories are horror stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, we bothered each other, but like. <laughs> It worked. Like, it really did work in that box. We were able to live together and grow together, and she helped, like, Christ remain consistent in my life. Mm -hmm. So that was a huge thing. So I'm just really excited to hear her heart and for her to talk about her topic today. All right. So it is time for our BC question. This is our first BC question of (laughs) season two, so I'm so pumped about it. But what would you tell your BC self, so your before Christ self? I would tell my BC self to be bold. You know, things are going to happen in life and times are going to be hard, but that doesn't give you an excuse to give up. That's just more of an excuse to God, for God to use you. Mm-hmm. And I think that like I've really gotten caught up and wow, life is hard. Like how is God going to use this? And just being bold in your faith and knowing that, yeah, it's going to be okay. It sucks, mm-hmm. but it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. I love it. That's that's wonderful. Like, I, I like the verbiage. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I was talking, like, my dad called me today, and, like, we're close, but he doesn't really like, calls me. It was weird. And he was like, oh, like, I just listened to a song called Bold by, like, someone. It was a Christian song, and I listened to it, and it kind of made me think, like, why are there not more Christian songs about being bold? Because mm-hmm. that's something that we all struggle mm-hmm. with in our faith is, like, being bold for God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like that you said that because that's not something people usually say. Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to let Laura introduce our topic today. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about obedience. Obedience is something that is near and dear to my heart, just in different ways um, it's shown up in my life. And I would really say that like I'm a rule follower and I always considered myself to be obedient. I obeyed my parents. I obeyed the rules, like whatever it was, if it was like, you need to do this or not do that, then I totally followed that. Um, growing up in church, that was something that, you know, you would hear sometimes, but the pastor wouldn't really be like, okay, this is how you apply it to your life. It was mm-hmm. more of like, these are the Ten Commandments, you know, love your um, neighbor as yourself, honor your father and mother, love the Lord your God with all your heart, stuff like that. And so it's been difficult growing up and I'm just... 21 experiencing some of the things that I've experienced 
and trying to figure out what that obedience looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if I'm g- being completely honest, like I really did not know what that obedience looked like on a personal level. And besides like honor your father and mother. And if my mom said, you know, go clean your room, then I would go clean my mm-hmm. room, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yes, ma'am, I'll do that. But it wasn't until this summer back in June that I really experienced that obedience and what it meant to obey God. And I think it looks different for everybody. There's different experiences that happen and different things that people go through that it's like, wow, that's really what it means to be obedient and obey God and what he is saying. So the Lord back in June stopped me completely in my tracks and turned my world upside down. Um, I truly believe that the Lord will use whoever and do whatever to get your attention. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what he did. He did everything to get my attention because of the situation that I was in. God made it very clear to me that I was deliberately disobeying him. And we make the mistake of assuming that we can ignore God's commandments and not suffer harm. Mm. And so looking back on some of the things that I've experienced through a very toxic and abusive relationship, I can see where I deliberately disobeyed God. And as a result of that, I experienced harm and heartache and hurt. Mm. And I know all of that is not something that comes about from disobedience, but I can see where some of it some situations Mm -hmm. I was like, no, God, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to act the way I want to, I'm going to control it. And that's going to be that. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. hardening my heart towards him and just saying, this is what I want to do. And I'm in control. What's sorry. I'm going to go in here real fast, but like, um, something that I was working through with some other girls last week was, um, it was Luke 2, 41 through 52. And Mm -hmm. it was just talking about finding Jesus in all the wrong places. Like I had Mm -hmm. a young account of Jesus and he was 12 years old. And it was like the only account in the Bible that you have of young Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I remember firstly, I was looking at it like a kind of data rather than like scripture. Right. And when I looked into it more and I dissected it more, I was like, wow, this is really talking about like how we go everywhere except for at the feet of Jesus Mm -hmm. to find him. And I Mm -hmm. think it goes hand in hand with what you're talking about. Like we start to disobey when we're finding Jesus in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. And I never really thought about that until just now, but it's crazy. And I was talking to my roommate about this yesterday, how everything in the Bible connects. Mm -hmm. And like, obviously it does, but you Mm -hmm. to realize that on your own and like, be like, wow, like this connects to this and this connects to that. Like Mm -hmm. every topic connects in some sort of way. And I thought that was a really cool um, relation when you were just talking about and then I realized like oh that's literally you disobey as you're trying to find Jesus in all those wrong places yeah. so I just want to add that yeah no mm-hmm. I love that for sure I think I came to the point with obedience and this disobedience too where I felt like I was spiritually grounded but looking back at it now I was just trying to hide like I was trying to cover everything up And I was exhausted. I was worn out spiritually, mentally, physically. I was just worn out. And I truly believe by the grace of God, I would not have gotten through the past two and a half years without him just because Mm -hmm. of the abuse and the terrible things that did happen on a daily basis. And through that, I was able to see and really grow in my walk with him. But now, like, if I'm being honest, like, my heart is very hardened towards him. Like, I am like, God, like, why 
did this happen? And I don't want to say it's an anger thing, but it's almost like I'm angry. Mm -hmm. I'm angry that this happened. I'm angry that I went through that and that I'm having to deal with the aftermath of all that. I'm having Mm -hmm. to talk about it, process it, and potentially like this impacts relationships that I have in the future. This impacts the relationship I have with my future husband, future significant other. And looking at it from an obedience standpoint, it's hard for me to not blame myself and sit there, well, if I had obeyed God earlier or sooner, then would I have experienced all the hurt that I did? Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not something that I can just sit there and hang over my head because, you know, God's plan is perfect and it Mm -hmm. is good. And he has purpose for every single thing that we go through. But it's also, I know that Satan is able to use words against me because that's something that mm-hmm. I struggle with. And mm-hmm. he's able to sit there and be like, well, if you had done this sooner, then you wouldn't be in this situation. You wouldn't be hurting. Your heart would not be hardened right now mm-hmm. towards God. Um, it's a lot, a lot of questioning. Um, it's, you know, God, why didn't you stop me sooner? Yeah. Why didn't you say, like, lay this question? He laid a question on my heart that was like, you know, Laura, are you obeying me? And when all of this, when I started wrestling with all of this, you know, is this the man that I'm supposed to marry? Is this the man that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with? Is this man building me up or is he tearing me down? Mm-hmm. And ultimately the question came back to God, you know, what what am I supposed to do? What How am I supposed to handle this situation? And the wrong term in that is me. I said, how am mm-hmm. I supposed to handle this situation? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's nothing that I can do to handle the situation because it was such a toxic and broken relationship that there's nothing humans can do to fix it. Yeah. I could not fix it. I could not sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to do this and make mm-hmm. things better because right. I had tried that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw how that turned yeah. out. It right. goes back to that um, myth that God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. a lie because we can't handle anything. God right. gives you, he doesn't give you anything that he can't handle right. because with his right. strength, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. And I learned that last year because I had, I had said that line to people. I'm like, oh, right. God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. But like, that's a complete lie. That's complete mm-hmm. crap because mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. can't handle anything in this broken world. We're living in a broken world that literally we cannot succeed without him because right, he right. is the answer to everything. Right. And I think it's so bold and so inspiring to hear your story because I remember the first time that me and you sat down and talked about this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I knew you were always really strong in your faith, but it's a testament when people go through such dark valleys and are able to come up and still remain faithful to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so inspiring. And I think this is going to help so many people. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's so painful to go through and I hate mm-hmm. seeing you hurt, mm-hmm. but it's also going to bring so many people to know him. Right. Right. I think that's what's really gotten me through is knowing that, I absolutely hate that I experienced everything that I did, but at the same time, like, I'm so excited for how God is going to use this. Mm-hmm. I am so excited for how, you know, I could minister to girls who have been verbally abused, sexually abused, physically abused, <clears throat> all of the above, just because of unfortunately experiences that I have and how real and raw, like, I can connect 
to yeah. people on that level. Um, I go back to, there's a couple, or there's not a couple, but there's a lot of examples in the Bible of just different people obeying what God is saying. And it's really gotten me through and has really been convicting just reading through that. Some examples are in Luke 5, um, when the disciples were fishing and Jesus said, throw your nets in deep water. And Mm -hmm. Peter was like, well, Lord, we've been doing that all day. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't understand. We have been doing that all day. And Jesus is like, do it. Like, this is what you need to do. And Peter obeyed and we see what happened. You know, they caught just a ton of fish and Peter was like, God, I'm so sorry. Like, I am so sorry that I did not believe you. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another example with Abraham and he and Sarah had been trying to have a baby for decades. And then finally the Lord blessed them with Isaac and the Lord was like, Abraham, I want you to sacrifice Isaac to me. Abraham said, okay, God, I will. And from that obedience, Abraham and Sarah were blessed because Abraham was like, okay, God, I'm going to obey you. And then the last Mm -hmm. one that I'll talk about is with Noah and building the ark Mm -hmm. because, you know, God didn't say, okay, this is exactly when the flood is going to happen. This is exactly when things need to be done. But he said, I want you and I need you to build an ark. And Noah said, okay, okay, God, Mm -hmm. I will. I'll do whatever you say. Yeah. And so it's things like that that I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can end this relationship, even if it means that I lose a ton of friends. Reputation, it goes down the drain. And I have to talk about these difficult topics with people it's okay. God, if that's what you want me to do, then I will obey. Mm-hmm. I will obey. And it's ultimately about obedience for me. And that's really what I've learned is it's really about obeying what God is telling you to do, not just the simple love your neighbor as yourself and mm-hmm. um, honor your father and mother. But it's more of a personal thing. Like personally, how are you obeying God today? Like, how are you obeying God at this point in your life? Yeah, I had those two examples of Abraham and Noah. And when I first started um, just studying about this specific topic, I immediately thought of Noah. Mm -hmm. And I thought of the fact that he was building this ark, and I'm sure people around him thought he was crazy. Mm -hmm. And then I thought about me and Lily, about (laughs) doing this podcast (laughs) and doing what we did at Mountain Heritage Day. Mm -hmm. And we'll explain that a little more a little bit. Yes. But I'm like... I'm sure people think we're crazy. I'm sure people are like, oh, yeah. they're ridiculous. Like, What's okay. wrong with them? <laughs> but I mean, it's been so evident that God's been in the middle of all of it. And oh, I wouldn't totally. take it back for a second. I'm sure mm-hmm. that's how Noah felt. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's he, how he felt. He saw God in everything he was doing. He saw God in how he was building the ark. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's something that you can't explain. You like, really can't. You have to walk through it to know right. it. And I'm sure you're experiencing that with, with the valley that you're walking yeah. through and yeah. just seeing right. how he's been beside you this whole time mm-hmm. and just seeing the outcome of what um happen and the beautifulness on the other side of mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um because i mean y'all god is just crazy yeah oh, so he works good. in crazy so ways mm-hmm. yeah i so when i think of obedience i guess my mind goes straight to like respect mm-hmm. um and i guess that kind of comes from like the parental side of like mm-hmm. you have to obey me and you have to respect me you know as like your father and your mother so obviously like 
true obedience is what we strive for. Like we want to be able to obey God and never disobey him. And that is just clearly not possible in this broken world because when Adam and Eve initially like disobeyed God for the first time in the garden, like true sin was born when they decided to disobey God for the first time. And striving to obey every day is something that like you have to make that choice because Mm -hmm. clearly like deciding to do something or to not do something is a choice. Mm -hmm. And everybody has that choice every single day. And I think that when I think of my relationship with God and wanting to obey him more and more, I just have to come to him. And and for me, it's in the morning time, but Mm -hmm. I have to come to him in the morning time and be like, God, help me to obey you in areas that I want to disobey you today or whatever that prayer Mm -hmm. may be. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just so powerful to know that like you have been going through like hard things like storms and you are still choosing to obey God, even if you've been through awful things and it it could be so easy to blame God and be like, God, why should I obey you when you allowed this awful stuff to happen to me? But like, like you said, God's plan is perfect and his way is perfect and Mm -hmm. his timing is perfect. And one day, like I really believe you will understand Mm -hmm. somehow, some way why all of that had to happen so that you can be like who you're supposed to be and who he's called you to be. A verse I found that went um, really well with this topic was James 1, 22 through 25. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. And I think it reminded me that like, we get on this high when we accept Christ into our life, but then when it takes work and obedience, that's where it falls. Like mm-hmm. we'll go to sermons or we'll have quiet time and we'll forget what we retained. Mm-hmm. Right. And we just live that way. And you can't, you can memorize scripture or do all these things, but if you can't live it, it makes no sense to do any of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we were talking about small group last night and even my small group leader was like, you know, like I'll have quiet time and then I'll just forget what I read. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, really big for like leaders to say that because then it makes us feel like okay we're not bad christians like Mm -hmm. they struggle too but it's something that everyone struggles with and you just have to pray about it and work on it and really dive in and like be like god like reveal yourself to me as i'm going through this time Mm -hmm. so that i can know you more Mm -hmm. um because i think so often we just go into it and then walk away forgetting everything we just learned Mm So going back to what you were saying, Addison, about God is with you in the valleys and it's the obedience and trusting that he has a perfect and good plan for you. It's been such a season and journey of unknowns Mm -hmm. because when I started praying and asking God, you know, God reveal to me what about my life is not pleasing to you? What about my life is not honoring to you? And he laid out just a bunch of different things, ultimately going back to a relationship that I was in. And, you know, as God, I said, God, I don't know how this is going to hap- like work out. I don't know how things are going to go on from here. I have been with this person for two and a half years. I don't know life without them. Mm-hmm. And he said, Laura, that is not something that you should say. That is not a place where you should be. You should not be at a place where somebody that you are dating and you're in a dating relationship with 
your sole focus should be on me and you should be relying on me for everything. And that just wasn't how it was. Mm -hmm. And thinking about it in an obedience standpoint, it's, God, I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to hold, what the next five minutes are going to hold. I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know how to have this conversation or have conversation after conversation about different things and how to bring to light why I'm ending things with this person. He said, trust me, I've got it. The first thing I'm asking you to do is obey. And that's what you're doing. And Jesus makes it very clear from the first page in his word that obedience to him should be our central focus. And I'd be fooling myself if I said that was my central focus. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that things have changed in the past couple months, but I don't want to sit here and lie to you and say that every day I wake up and obedience is the first thing on my mind mm-hmm. because I'd be lying if I said that to you. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, my goal is to obey, and that's what I want to do, but it is a challenge. We are human. It is challenging to follow rules and to Mm -hmm. obey what somebody is telling you to do, and especially when it affects you personally, and it's not necessarily something that's going to be easy or something that you want to do, Mm -hmm. but God has been there through it all. He has held my hand through all of it. He has guided my path, and I can't tell you how many times I have just fallen on my knees before God saying, I am so sorry. Like I apologize for not obeying you. I apologize for not listening because I wasn't listening to him. He was using all of these people and all of these signs to show me that this was a very toxic and broken environment and relationship. And I was just refusing to listen. I was like, nope, God, I got it. I can handle it all. It'll be fine. I can fix it. And that fix it mindset got me to a place of brokenness Mm -hmm. and heartache and scars Mm -hmm. and bruises. And it's going to take a long time to heal from that. But all by the grace of God, like I am still here today and he is a good God. And if not, you know, he is still good. Mm -hmm. He is still good. I think often people ask like, well, why did God allow me to walk through that season? And what you just said kind of answered it for me because you were relying on your own strength and he had to kind of let you hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. to realize that the only person that can fix you is him. Mm -hmm. And I think that you, your story is just so (laughs) inspiring and I'm so grateful that you came and shared it with us Mm -hmm. today. And I'm really expectant for, um, the listeners to hear what you walked through and what God has shown you, but, um, I'm going to throw you for a little curveball. Okay. (laughs) If you could sum it up in one word, what has God revealed to you other than obedience? Right. In one word, I would say worthy. Mm. I just recently got a tattoo this summer that says worthy and it has a dogwood flower on it. And it's just a constant reminder to me that I am worthy Mm. and someone that I trusted And put so much faith in made me feel so unworthy and so unloved. And that's that's not who I am. Mm I am worthy of love. I am worthy to be happy. I am worthy of words of affirmation. I am worthy of sacrifice. And 
God has really shown me that my life is worth more than any words, anything any man could ever do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, an analogy that I came across just when you were talking and then I listened to a podcast today that actually was coincidentally about obedience. Um, when we obey our parents, we're always scared that they're going to find out our secrets. Mm-hmm. And the way that this podcast was talking was like the key to an open relationship is being like open about your truth and not secretive. And I think that we sometimes go about that with our disobedience in God is that we're thinking that he doesn't already know that we're doing that. Mm-hmm. And they went in the direction of like partying and drinking. Mm-hmm. And it's like you do that on a Friday or Saturday and then you think God doesn't already know mm-hmm. and you're not going to tell him. Right. But it's like you have to be open and transparent with him because he does already know. It's like the same thing about you can't sugarcoat um, what you're going through because he knows everything. Right. And they made the point of – when we are trying to be obedient to the Lord, we get caught up with what we have to say no to rather than the amazing things we get to say yes to. Mm-hmm. And I really thought about that and I'm like, hmm. Because I think when they think, when people think, oh, we have to be obedient to the Lord, they get um, knocked down because they're like, oh, well, then I don't have to say no to all these fun things or worldly things. But mm-hmm. it's like, look at it at all the things you get to say yes to, op- right. all the opportunities that are going to come before you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that a lot of times when you are trying to be obedient and you realize like, oh, I have to say no to this and I would love to do this. I Mm -hmm. have to say no to this and I want to do that too. But I think that when you do say yes to obedience to Christ and you really walk in that every day, there's so many unseen things that you actually get to do, like those yeses you were talking about. And it's harder because you can't always see it. Like literally, even when you're walking through it, maybe it's just God's love that you feel like so abundantly that you never have. Like sometimes it's a feeling Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. You can't always see it or take pictures of it or post it on Instagram, but like it's still there Mm -hmm. and it's like so much more rich and just overflowing than Mm -hmm. anything that you can just experience like, oh, on a Friday night Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's the same thing as like, well, you can't really take pictures of the wind, but it's still there. Mm -hmm. And so is he. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So one question I have um, that might not make sense to y'all, but it made sense as I was having quiet time was what is the difference between obedience and calling? And I know there is a difference, but I also look at it as you have to have the obedience to get to the calling. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's an, I don't, I think that's something that I felt like God put on my heart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think he said like, you're walking through that obedience because you're reaching your calling. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been something that, and we're just going to go ahead and talk about now, Lily, but like Mountain Heritage Day, like, yeah. For those of you who aren't at Western, and I got chills just thinking about it, but um, we have a festival every year, and one of my really good friends, Gabby, she helped plan it. Um, but it's a really cool event where just like different vendors and food, and like it's just a time for community to come together. Well, Lily and I got to participate in participate in it for Boldly Created, mm-hmm. and just saying that out loud is like mm-hmm. so crazy. unreal, yeah. Um, but we definitely saw God through it all, mm-hmm. and Laura actually doesn't know this story, but I'm going to share it real fast. So we were kind of debriefing that night and we were going through the prayer requests and I was like reading them to her and just like, you know, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I'm so excited to pray Mm -hmm. over this. Yes. And I was like, okay, like, that's it. And I look under my knee and there's another slip and it's on yellow paper just to add. Mm -hmm. And it said for all the lost people. Wow. And our mission statement is Matthew 18, 12, mm-hmm. talking about he leaves in 99 for the one. Mm-hmm. And like, if you can't tell me that's not God, wow. like I literally, <laughs> I was like, I just looked at Lily. I was like, oh my God. Literally. Because that was like to us, God was like, this is just the beginning mm-hmm. again. Like you're not even yeah. close to being done. Yeah. No way. And like, it was just signs like that we were seeing all week. And I mean, y'all, 
I wish everyone can experience God's love like that because it is unmatchable. Like it is crazy. It was, it's so unreal to, to think back about Mm -hmm. it now because like in preparation for Mountain Heritage Day, like we were oftentimes stressed about like, mm-hmm. oh, we have to make sure our tent looks presentable and we have to make sure we pick this up on time and pay for this mm-hmm. and this comes in the mail on time. And it was so amazing that when we when mm-hmm. our minds would get in that down spiral, literally like one of Something those things happened. would happen yeah. and it'd be like, stop. Like mm-hmm. s- God would be like cutting us off from mm-hmm. that, just like worry, doubt, fear and being like, you're stepping out in obedience for what I want you to do. Like, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be like mountain heritage day and we did it and he provided and provided in a way that we could have never done for ourselves two things i just want to tell y'all like if you're ever going through spiritual warfare pray Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what you're doing sit down and just pray out loud to him because Mm -hmm. we did that and we felt calmer after yeah and then two at woman's night with bridge this past week um the pastor's wife spoke about um the fish and loaves story Mm -hmm. and we realized that night that like the same thing was happening in our lives. One of my really good friends, um, Cassidy, her and her mom have a business Mm -hmm. and they literally provided so much for us. And it was like the equivalent of like God providing, like they put them in our lives in that Mm -hmm. moment for them to provide for us. Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy to see those things happening in real life for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just some encouragement to like, no matter where you are, God is going to provide for you. Mm-hmm. You might not see it right now, but it will happen. And I promise you, if you pray and show obedience, like he will reward you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also remember, he's not a genie. Right. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. Um, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes. It was so wonderful to just hear your heart and stay tuned for our next segment. It's that time again. To get us started, we're going to start with Laura. Are y'all ready? This is a great one. I'm so I'm ready. ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my flavor of the week is a song, and I have been obsessed with this song. It's called Hymn of Heaven by Phil Wickham. And He's so good. It is just such a powerful song. Just go and listen to the lyrics. Look up the lyrics and read through them because it, oh my goodness, is... Just phenomenal. I can't wait to listen to it. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Excited. What about you, Lily? Um, so my song this week is um, it's called Million Little Miracles, and it's by yes! Elevation <laughs> and Maverick City. Yes. So I had never heard this song, and I don't even know when it came out, but we were on the parkway, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, and I was driving, and literally it came on and it was Addison's song and I was like oh man I don't know this song and then as it started to play like the words were Mm -hmm. so good and I find it like stuck in my head all Mm -hmm. the time and oh it's so good and I love it so please go listen to it but Addison what is your flavor of the week mine is I thank you god by Maverick City (laughs) Maverick (laughs) y'all I'll never forget our first episode (laughs) jeez 
And they didn't correct me. I said, Maverick City. I got five text messages. (laughs) And someone even like pronounced it for me in the text message. I was like, I get the point. At least people were listening. Well, no, I love that. But it was like, it was just so funny. Like, I will never forget it. And I think every time I say Maverick City now, I'm like, oh, did I just say it wrong? Did I say it right? always correct you. (laughs) It was just a funny story. But I think that's all for our Flavor of the Week. We'll have it linked to our Instagram. And I'm so excited for y'all to listen. I hope you guys have a great week. Great weekend. Bye, you guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.